Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Jen. Hey, hey. Welcome to Crafty S Female. So listeners, today we have Jennifer Thompson on the show, who is a mama, a maker, a Michigander, and a memory keeper who enjoys helping folks document their family memories. You are from Michigan, right? I for sure. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, sure that, that you were, but yeah. Um, oh. And yeah, I checked out your Instagram feed at Jen Laney, and as far as I can tell, you are a perfect fit for this show. So welcome, girlfriend. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, hold on. Where, where are you from? Where on the hand? Uh, okay, so I am east of Lansing. I am the palace where the Detroit Pistons used to play. I know where that is. You guys are one of the places hit hard like us. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. I think it's mostly in, like, the Detroit Southfield area. Mm-hmm. So not near me. But um, it's never made me more grateful that I'm such a loser and don't go anywhere. <laughs> I, I really feel I that. hang out with the same people <laughs> all the time and just go to, like, the store and see family and come home. Like, I don't go to parties. I don't go to clubs. I don't go to concerts. I feel well, good. You know what's funny is that I was, I was in Detroit the last time, the last time I was out, like, in the real world – I was in Detroit, like, and I went to a concert, and it was the very beginning of May. Of yeah, the very be- it was the very beginning of May in the future. <laughs> it was the very beginning of March, and uh, it was at L Club, which is the best name for a club, by the way. Might be um, L Club. And we were packed in there with. A lot of people and we were considering of buying tickets to another show and like i said to jeff hey you know why don't we like just see how sick people are getting mm-hmm. and just like kind of offhand like you know just maybe and then it was like oh okay like next week it was like oh, okay we're not going anywhere at all ever <laughs> and i was like okay it's really sad. yeah it's really was... sad it's been almost a month now and yeah. yeah and it's and it's changed. So how has your life changed? Um, okay, so for me, I go to work every day and I work in a uh, sales department at a financial company. Um, so I'm with a bunch of, you know, fellow extroverts all day. And um, most of my hobbies are non-essential places. So craft store, uh, the library, trampoline park, whatever, you know, all those non-essential places are places I go. And most of the time on the weekends, I'm out like visiting my family or running errands. And so that's not happening. And I'm now working from home with my daughter who is here and my husband who is here. He drives a school bus, so he's not working right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so working from home, I've been doing it for three weeks now. Um, I've worked from home before, and it's fine. By about week two, I'm ready to kill everybody (laughs) and want to go back to work. So it's week three, and uh, my meltdown came on a Wednesday night 
and I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm so done with this. <laughs> what did your meltdown look like? Um, I cried myself to sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know how that goes. Yeah. So, um, but other than that, uh, since it's warming up, it's really nice because we are um, right up, our apartments are right up against Bald Mountain State Park. So I can just go out and walk the trails and go see the lake and all that. So as long as the weather cooperates, I think we'll make it out of this just fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good I perspective. Think, yeah. Spring happening is really, really, really helpful, I think. Yes. If this would have been winter, it would no bueno. No bueno. Yeah. I think a lot of us have that, that spring fever happening and that need to get outside anyway. Mm -hmm. And this is really butting up right against that. And now we've had finally a few days where it's been sunny and 60 degrees instead of gray mm -hmm. and 30. Mm -hmm. And I like there was one day last week where it was sunny and 50 in the morning and then it just rained all day. And that was, <laughs> it, it frustrated me to no end. And then we finally got like a day that was 60 and sunny. And I was like, all right, I think we can do this. Yeah, I feel a little bit like Kristen. I'm going to start naming the turkeys and the deer and the squirrels <laughs> behind my house. Like, I'm just going to get them all You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Really. We're going to name them and maybe give them plot lines. We, we should. You We've know? had about like 16 or 17 turkeys that we see on a fairly regular basis. Uh, it's very Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what it feels like after I walk through the woods. I'm like, oh. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very, it's very helpful to have animal friends. I'm not gonna lie. Like, They're the closest thing to people we got right now. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> That's how I feel. I look at my two cats around here. I'm like, well, it's you and me, buddies. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Well, it's not nothing. Yeah, it's right. True. Right. It's kind of like Wilson from Castaway. <laughs> a little bit. Come on, a little bit. I'm like, not talking to the uh, basketball yet, but close. There are at least animals. We're close. We're close. Well, but I mean, like, it's the same notion of, like, you need a companion there. If you didn't right. have the animal. It's true. Right. It would be a Wilson kind of situation. It's true. But... If all animals were dead, then we could absolutely <laughs> rely on the... It's still, the relatively er it's still relatively early in this quarantine. We really can't speak right now. But... <laughs> I'm glad that but, you're setting the bar so low that like, we have a lot to be grateful guys, for. Guys, I'm a little, I'm going to be a little loopy. I'm not going to lie. Like, this is like, I live for these podcast interviews now because of what life's been like. So please excuse me. You can me. see other people but living. We, yeah, but we got Jen on the show. So Jen, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Kind of like, were you always creative? Like what you're all about and then kind of how your creativity maybe has helped you or like how this has affected your creativity, I guess, better for, for better or worse. Yeah. Um, so I have always been some type of creative. Uh, I would do collages on my notebooks in high school. Um, I would see stuff. I still do it. I'll go in a store and see something. And I'll be like, nope, I can make that. Um, and for way cheaper. Uh, thank you, anthropology. Uh, and since I've become a mom, like, so in the last 
five or six years, probably seven years. I've really gotten big into paper crafting. And of course, once my daughter was born, the memory keeping really amped up. How old is she? She's five. She'll be six in uh, like 16 days. So. Mm. Um, and so I have always done crafty stuff. And now as a mom, I do mom crafty stuff. And I, I don't do the costumes. I don't make the Halloween costumes. Um, I don't sew. I'd like to learn, but I don't. Um, <laughs> but if you give me a hot glue gun, I can manage my way around it. Um, I can make some artwork. Uh, I've been known to make Christmas ornaments every year um, for family members or friends, coworkers. So the quarantine, let's say has not really changed much of it except for because it's such an unprecedented time oh, sorry i hate that word i wish people would stop using it um <laughs> but it is it applies me and kristen do that all the time we're like oh we got to use that word but it makes sense here right <laughs> um i've been trying to document um or take pictures of what our days look like now because uh who knows if this will ever happen again let's hope not um so I've been documenting, trying to document that more. And I have to work from home every day. So all the people that are showing like their house projects and things that they've done all day because they don't have to work, it's not me. Um, <laughs> other than leaving my house to go to work, I have to work every day. And then at night, I still have to make dinner and do life stuff. So I haven't had as much crafty time except for on the weekends. So that's how that's changed up. <laughs> I hear you. Go ahead, Kristen. Oh, I was going to say, I think that's a, an, such an interesting thing that we're not talking about enough. And I, I've been trying to kind of say a little bit more is that no one's life has gotten easier at all. You know, and a lot of people's lives have gotten a lot more complex. Like, Working from home is not easy. You have to bring one environment to many environments and then try to communicate <laughs> across a new communication system when most people's greatest skill is not communication. Mm -hmm. And trying to do all your work at home and then also do all of your home stuff at home and then trying to also deal with whatever this is mm -hmm. and also if you're a parent you now have your kid at home dealing with whatever school situation you have or lack of school situation or like in michigan it's a i don't even know what the right word for it is it's like a in between school situation it depends mm -hmm. on you know what district you're in and what they want to do and the governor issued a statement and everyone's just trying to figure out what that means right now yeah i got the uh email from our district yesterday that um school for my daughter who's in kindergarten um just will be the teacher's going to provide you with materials that you don't have to turn in but that you can work with your child with um, and that, you know, they, they can do at their own pace. Like there's no requirement, but I'm like, I'm not a teacher. 
by nature at all. And so, and my patience is not that of this, what her kindergarten teacher's patience was. (laughs) So it's just like, how is this going to work? Like, is she going to go perfectly fine into first grade next year or like, and then, but then I try on the flip side to think that it's not just my kid, everybody's kid will be in the same situation. So I just kind of have to remind myself that we're all just doing the best that we can. Yeah. Um, and that I just got to go with what I can. Like she, the original spring break was this past week. And I was like, I'm going to give myself a breather and give my, her a breather. And I'm not going to just teach her anything this week. I'm just going to let her Good. be what it is, <laughs> let her rest or play. And then we'll start over next week. (laughs) Exactly. And who's to even say we know what first grade looks like in September or Mm -hmm. August or, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you just expressed a really common feeling of just like everyone out there and teachers, me being, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) teaching remotely. And yeah, like we're all just trying like I liked how you said that like we're all just doing the best we can and we're feeling it out right now and it's everything's an experiment like every day's an experiment Mm -hmm. so I like that you voiced that and Mm -hmm. I think too like you said something before about seeing everyone's house projects and all that stuff and and like because they're home and like that isn't really what it's meant to be home at this time like Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about it my mom said something too she's like god I I, you know I always want to get this this house in order and I have the time to do it now but I haven't you know I wanted to do my my closet but I didn't do it I go mom we mentally can't see a big unfinished project right now Mm -hmm. I said and I think that's what it is like all of us that are beating us up going oh I'm home and I could be doing all this we can't like I notice that I've been doing the things that I know I can finish in an hour because mm-hmm. I'll feel a high knowing that I did it, but I can't, I can't tackle something that would leave a mess and clutter for a few days. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. that's also something to factor in that like emotionally we don't need any more confusion. I think. Well, not to mention if you like, I wanted to clean out my closet. I can't do that because the crap that I clean out my closet is going to sit where? Well, I can't take exactly. it to a donation, so it's just going to sit around and right. bother me more than just leaving it in the closet. <laughs> right. So, like, that's it, too. Like, we feel being home and having, quote, unquote, nothing else to do, that there should be all this craft time and there should be all this, <laughs> like, organization that we would do if we were home under normal circumstances, but we keep forgetting that we're not. Mm-hmm. Right. There's no normal circumstances. Right. If we were home under normal circumstances. But right. we're home under abnormal circumstances. Right. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, there's no... If you had a million hours and you made a plan for, oh, okay, well, if I was home for a pandemic, here are the things that I would do. But, what? like, no one has that. There's not a thing that exists. Like, it's not... That's just not how the world works. Yeah. You don't get to plan for every single eventuality. You're not a robot computer that, you know, does all the calculations for everything. You're a human being. And yeah. now we're in this situation. And maybe you plan an hour ahead. Maybe you plan a day ahead. Maybe you plan, you know, 15% of your week because you know you have a meeting at 4 o'clock on Tuesday. You have... There are things that you have to do. Yeah. But... There's no way that you can possibly plan out your entire week. 
just don't do that to yourself. It's torture. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. Yeah. You know what I liked about, I wanted to bring up too, I liked about what you said before, like you were talking to us about how you've been creative, but there was a definitive line you drew when you're like, I don't do Halloween costumes. (laughs) I love that phrase because, you know, it's so funny because I think that that was really important, how you can allow yourself to be this creative artist and know that, you know, you have this creativity for different things and then say no to something that almost people expect creatives to do. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I really appreciated, Mm -hmm. like, your hard no there. And I think as creatives, we should do that more. Yeah, well... I have friends that, you know, they'll see stuff that I've made because I've made junk journals and I've made albums from scratch and, you know, all these different things. And they're like, that's so amazing. I could never do that. And I'm like, but I couldn't do what you do. Like there are different things. Like I have a friend who makes candles. I don't want to make candles. I don't care to make candles. I'll support her, but I don't need to do it. Like we don't all need to do the same thing all the time. And it looks the same, you know? So if I just let some of those expectations go now, it's not always the case. Sometimes I'm like, dang, I really wish I could do that. Or why can't I? And then I, eventually I just got to let it go. Otherwise, it's just going to eat at you for no reason. What are some of your favorite things to make? Um, so I started making 12 by 12 uh, scrapbook layouts and realized that is not very space efficient <laughs> for me. Um, so I do them occasionally. Um, but more or less, I've done mini albums. I've done the December daily. Um, I've done junk journals. Um, in my Etsy shop, that's what I was selling was junk journals, traveler's notebooks, uh, traveler notebook covers. Um, so, but I've noticed lately that my style is a little more cleaner than it used to be, which is not very helpful for getting rid of all the stuff around me (laughs) but um I do like making albums um for just the purpose of playing with the paper playing with the stickers um doing that kind of stuff but then I don't always use the ones that I make which is not very good (laughs) (laughs) self-advertising No, but then it like it does narrow down like the part of the process you like, which is the making of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I should just, you know, I could just make them and give them to somebody. Uh, I made one for my friend who moved to Alaska um, that I have to give mail to her at some point. Um, so that was fun. Um, but anything lately, I've just been doing a lot of um, Bible journaling. Uh, it tends to be like a smaller format. Um, so it doesn't take a lot of time because that's the thing with a, you know, especially now with a five-year-old at home, who's an only child and sometimes needs to have attention paid to her. I can't spend three hours on one thing. I have yeah. to be able to break it up into smaller formats. So. What do you make your albums out of? Um, So I've done altered book albums where I take an old book and I rip the guts of it out. And I either have done like the Tim Holtz binder rings and put those in there, or I've sewn in, they call them signatures. I've sewn them in. Um, So I've done those. I've done uh, chipboard ones and made them with um, the 
accordion style um, page binding. Um, and that's the one that I made my friend's Alaska book out of. And I hated every second of it. <laughs> my double-sided tape would not work <laughs> very well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is another thing that I've been talking about a lot lately is just making projects and figuring out the things that you absolutely like just don't like and mm -hmm. hate and just being like, no, this is, this one's not for me. And I'm just going to go back to doing this, this thing over here because. Well, and I think the last one that I made, I think the, the problem was the binding um, was not thick enough. Like the, instead of like a one and a half inch, it should have been two inch and that might've helped. Um, but it was too late to like rip the whole thing apart and start over because then I would have just wasted a bunch of material. So just kind of grinned and pushed through it. <laughs> and you know what, when she receives it, she's not going to know the difference. Yeah. She's not going to see that. She's not going to think anything about that. It's just as the maker, you see it and you're so close to it. Absolutely. You. So. What's like some of your favorite projects? Um, I do love doing December daily. Um, the one from last year is not even finished, which is, <laughs> but is it my 30, fourth year. And I usually have it done by the middle of January. And I think it was just, yeah, last year was rough for us, um, for our household. Um, so I don't think I was in the right headspace to just finish it. Um, I have the pictures and the outline done. Um, but I just, I can't get back into like doing Christmas in March <laughs> or yeah, April. Yeah. So it may get done at some point. It might not. I don't know. But same. Totally get that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And then right now I'm working on a, a COVID album. I hate to call it that. I need to think of a better name. <laughs> um, but that's just a, I don't know if you guys have seen Heidi Swap's Storyline Chapters albums. Um, they're really cool. They have a really nice, um, clean album look to it, but they're like a traveler's notebook type of thing on the inside. Um, so I've been using that to document because it's kind of like a eight by six or six by eight type of page. And so I can do it however I want and not have to worry. Nice. Um, so like a big idea that you are kind of wrapped up in is moms getting in the picture. So I like mm -hmm. that phrase. So why is the idea of moms getting in the picture important to you? And then the next question is like, like what shifts would people have to make in order for that to happen? Like what's going on? Do you think that they're not getting in the picture, I guess? Well, and this may be true for dads too. I don't know. I can only speak sure. for women, right? Um, so as a mom, you, your kid is like the best thing since sliced bread and you think they're super cute. And so you take all the pictures. And like when mine was a newborn, I took a million and a half pictures. Like it was insane. I have like 500 of her sleeping. Like how many could you need? Um, but you tend to take all the pictures of the kids and you forget that you're not in the picture with them. And as my daughter is getting older, I'm noticing that like, if she going, if she's going back and looking at old pictures or old albums, she's like, oh, look, mommy's there or grandma's there. Or like, she's noticing other people in the picture besides her. So I've come to the conclusion, especially now that I'm documenting our days, like every day at this point, 
Um, I'm not going to look great in every picture. I don't have makeup on in every picture. My hair always isn't great in every picture, but I have to be in the picture because my kid, when she looks back at it, is going to see, hey, my mom was there with me or my mom got involved or she played with me or she's not going to say, oh my gosh, she's 30 pounds heavier than she should be. And her face looks horrible and she's got bags under her eyes, you know? So I think the shift is that we just kind of have to give ourselves a little bit of grace and just say, this is for the sake of our family legacy, like whatever that looks like. Um, this is so that I can preserve those memories on paper for her, you know, or for, you know, for me. And if, you know, if I die and there's 50 albums and she gets rid of half, it's up to her what she does with them. Like, I can't stress about it, right? But I've always loved when I see pictures of old family members and um, hear the stories of what they were doing or what their life was like. And now that we have the technology, there's no reason why you can't just turn the camera around on your phone and get yourself in the shot. Yeah. You know, or ask somebody to take your picture for you. I have... Um, my whole family knows that I do that. I like to get pictures. So they'll take pictures and put me in them. Like they'll make sure that they're the one taking the picture and they send it to me. Yeah. Um, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, if you have 155 selfies on your phone, who cares? Like, who cares? And you know, like this was so, I like me and Kristen aren't moms, but I feel like I'm at the closest part in my life to when I might be a mom, right? So like mm -hmm. momness has been on my brain, right? <laughs> to say it's going to happen in the next few years. And I think too, like just in general, society has like, they celebrate the like pregnant women's bodies and how beautiful mm -hmm. they are, but not postpartum bodies as much. Like, you know, it's not, mm -hmm. it's like that needs to be back, bounce back, but right. you know what I mean? Like, it's just a yeah. societal thing. And I think that plays into our psyche once the baby's born. Like, yes, it is the most important thing. But like, like, I don't know. I feel like when women are pregnant, they celebrate the body and the, the change that they're going through. But once the baby's born, then the sh you're right. Like, the shift becomes mm -hmm. this amazing thing and not so much the beauty of you that made it, I mm -hmm. guess, kind well, of. Well, and to... And to kind of prove, you know, it's not even just moms, just women. Sure. Every, you know, just get yourself in the picture. Even if like, you know, Kristen does her Thursday three, like even if it's the same shot every week, you will see yourself change over the years. You know, you may gain 30 pounds, you may lose 30 pounds. You may have more hair, you may have less hair, but it kind of shows an evolution and a timeline of your life, regardless of whether you were single or you weren't or you were married or you had a one kid or three kids or, you know, and that's kind of, you know, just, it's important to document that part of your life. And even if you don't want to be the person that makes pretty scrapbook layouts for every single picture, that's fine. Buy a photo album, throw your pictures in it. Like it's not that big of a deal. Right. It just needs to be there. Yeah. And like when you were talking, like, cause I can't relate to like having a kid but when you were talking, I was empathizing with like, like being in a relationship and then feeling like I want to tell 
our story all the time. And then when Allie Edwards had in February the Pieces of Us Challenge, me and Kristen talked about that. And I was like, I was so excited to jump back into my story only a little bit. Because mm -hmm. for a lot of the months, it became everything I documented was our story, us, we, this, mm -hmm. you know. And that's important and it's a part of my story. But I think it's so important, like you're saying, for us individually to have our story. Like that's what Kristen talks about all the time is like, tell your story. Like there's something to that, to hold who you are and like, for, like be able to memory keep yourself. Yeah. Also. And I found so. um, that for me, um, I'm not always taking pictures, but I'm documenting my life in different ways. Um, so last year, my husband was unemployed for six months of the year and it was a really rough year for us. Um, so I found myself um, Bible journaling more. And I was doing a lot of like devotionals and Bible journaling. And I was able to write um, my story in that way. So there might not have been a ton of pictures from last year because I wasn't feeling it or I wasn't in the right headspace or whatever. But I'm still documenting some other way. Even if you just journal your emotions or your feelings or your story, like it's still documenting your life. Yeah. So, and there's endless ways that you can do it. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I literally own a company that tells women how to tell their stories. And one of the reasons that I have it is because I wanted more pictures of my mother and my grandmother. Mm -hmm. My grandmother is an amazing photographer. She's been an amazing photographer for, I mean, I guess like 80 years now. She's oh, yeah. 94. Oh, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> so like, obviously I'm terrified, but what... You know, and she has pictures of everything, but not that many pictures of herself. And like this infuriates me. Mm -hmm. So part of the reason that I have Thursday 3 and I have all these things is because in 80 years, I don't want our children, you know, our collective children mm -hmm. to be mad at us for being like, you people carried around cameras on your person all day, every day, and left us with nothing. Mm-hmm. And like, then they deserve to be mad at us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and that's just not fair to them. So we need to do this. And like you're saying, there are so many ways for us to document our lives. Most of us, as we're sitting here in our houses, have enough art supplies to do some type of craft mm -hmm. for 10 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so whether you want to collage or watercolor or just write, mm -hmm. that's documenting your life. Mm -hmm. Picasso documented his life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, you know, it all counts. And like, as we're talking, I'm thinking about like a different perspective. So like you're saying document your life and then... So that always made me think of like, so I have it for the future. But sometimes like the act of documenting allows you to process what happened in the near past and then be able to move on to the next thing. Like sometimes mm -hmm. even that is worthy of the document slash the reason for the document kind of. The field right. notes that I use, the field notes notebooks that I use for my daily pages say I'm not documenting, I'm not writing it down to remember it later. I'm writing it down to remember it now. Right. Mm -hmm. And to process it now, kind of. 
mm-hmm. like that's a great sentiment. It's, you know, sure, it's awesome to write everything down so that you have a library of memories. Yes, that is insanely valuable. But don't discount the value in doing it for you right now. Mm-hmm. Because, one, that's just going to make you better. And, like, it's really nice to be better at things. It mm-hmm. feels really good to be good at things. And, like, yes, everyone's lives is infinitely more complicated now. Mm. Everyone's lives are really difficult. And you don't have to read thousand-page books or watch The Wire. You should really watch The Wire. <laughs> um, it's free, by the way. So even if you don't have HBO, you can watch The Wire and The Sopranos. But, um... You don't have to do anything epic like that while you're, you know, home. But take a picture each week. Mm -hmm. You have the bandwidth to take a picture each week. Mm -hmm. Or push around some paint on a piece of paper. You know, do five minutes of something. Mm -hmm. You have the bandwidth to do something. It doesn't have to be everything. You don't have to do everything. But you Mm -hmm. can do something. Well, I always... Go ahead. Well, and you think about in, you know, so we're living in this weird time where we're all home for who knows how long, right? Um, And in 20 years, it's going to be in the history books or they're going to talk about it in class, you know? Exactly. How, you know, during the Great Depression, it would have been cool to know how my family handled it. What did they do? Like, how did they go through it? Just because the history books are just going to give you, here's the plain facts, not like, how did you handle it emotionally? How did you handle it financially? Like, what was going through your brain? Like, all these kind of things. And just to see that, like, um, even, like, you go out to the store now or you go out and there's, like, nobody on the road. And, like, I drove down a pretty main road in our area last night and six deer come flying across the road. And it's 6 o'clock on a Friday night. And that would never happen normally. Not ever, you know? And so it was just really weird because I'm like, oh my gosh, like six deer just crossed the main road that's under construction, right? But because there's not a lot of traffic, not a lot of people, they're out. (laughs) Wow. I always think of the people that don't document anything. Like they Mm -hmm. just have a thought and keep moving and a thought and keep, like I always feel like when I think of something, like lately I've been blogging, right? I've been home, so I've been, jumping back on my blog and like writing more and I'm like god like I'm so appreciative that I could spend time on this thought for a second or like Mm -hmm. you know uh Monday is a year since me and my boyfriend got together you know our year anniversary and like I've been thinking about that but I could flesh it out and I could talk about it and like what do people do when they don't have that time? Like, I, I just don't know how people's brain works. I'm so used to spending time on either a memory or processing the stuff by the documenting. No, I just, I, just, I can't imagine, like, my brain not working like that, I guess. Is the point. So what I was thinking is that I remember being in, like, history class. Like, you were talking about in the Great Depression and, you know, wanting to know what your family would do. I remember being, like, oh, and I still am, like, the nerdiest person and... <laughs> being super into like primary documents and being like oh yeah there's that journal from like the person and like being Mm -hmm. like oh well that's what it was like for that person in that family and it's like oh well you have the opportunity to create your own primary documents Mm -hmm. yeah i like Mm -hmm. that yeah and and and, and, like i just like that 
that's a super nerdy thing to do, but also like you get to play with stickers. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's super simple. If you don't feel like you're creative, so to say, you're on your Facebook, you know, writing out huge long stories about what this day looks like for you screen grab it and print it just throw Mm -hmm. it in a photo box with your other photos it's still evidence of this is what was happening um i've been screen grabbing memes because (laughs) they're hilarious but they're also very true oh god great depression memes would have been the best (laughs) (laughs) i can't even start an instagram account for that amanda (laughs) (laughs) i think they would look a lot like the memes now but like if if there were primary documents and people's journals from the Great Depression, or if like any kind of processing and life documenting, doesn't it all sound the same? Like, oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, it's like, it's mm-hmm. probably along those lines. Like, there definitely it, were. They definitely had scrapbooks and like, yeah. They took newspaper clippings and like that yellow journalism nonsense. Mm-hmm. But like, to hear over and over again throughout history, no matter what was going on, people documenting that, holy shit, this is hard and how are we going to figure yeah. this out would have been, is, like, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's yes. great that we have mm-hmm. that throughout history, no matter what. Because and now then, we get to do it yeah. with stickers and washi tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Lots lots. So true. Well, and you know, it doesn't take much. I mean, if you really just cut it out and paste it into a composition notebook, who cares? Totally. Like, right, that- in 30 years, my kid is not going to look at my scrapbooks and go, oh, mom wasn't as good as so-and-so. Yeah. Like, so right. Oh, yeah. What? And even oh, if yeah, she that doesn't does, have $30. Cares, that's her problem, right? Like, Right, exactly. That doesn't have the trendy embellishments. Right. Oh, yeah, mom, you use that two years too late. The flamingos were so 2018. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's not going to care that there's florals on every single page because I love florals. Or... You know, that here's a picture of something that was really depressing, but the layout looks bright and cheery. Like, is she going to really care? Like, no. You know? Yeah, only we care about that in so the moment like, when we, like, want to share it. Yeah. You just have to, like, get out of your head sometimes and um, just let it go and just do it, you know? And yeah. we live in a society where everything has to be picture perfect or Instagram worthy. And you know what? If, it, if you don't want to, don't put it on there. I don't think... I've posted anything I've made in the last two to three weeks because quite frankly, I'm just (laughs) not there. So (laughs) it's okay. And it's fine to just be and just make for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. So good. I love it. This has been amazing. Okay. So our theme for season six of the podcast is resilience and so can you tell us how resilience has been popping up in your life lately or (laughs) some other time but maybe lately um so i'm gonna tell something very funny so i usually pick a word of the year um i've done it the last couple years i don't really document it too much um i just pick it and kind of like uh live around it um and last year i made the horrible mistake of choosing the word change um don't or was it change or i think it was growth yeah growth (laughs) um if you want to upend your life choose the word growth and you know it's it was crazy so it ended up my husband got laid off and then um we had to deal with that and then 
he um, changed his career and or changed into different something different. Um, and so it forced me to grow in a lot of ways um, and really evaluate and look at myself and, and figure out um, what do I need to change? Because by nature, I'm an extrovert who doesn't like feelings. And I don't want to talk about my feelings for three hours and I don't want to discuss them for three hours. Um, but it kind of forced me to just figure out what, what I'm doing. And because of that, you learn to, um, after going through that, you learn to just kind of adjust quickly and bounce back and just be resilient. And I made the joke to my husband this year that when all this started happening, I said, listen, could we just next year not have you not working for however, can you just work for 12 months next year? I know this isn't your fault. <laughs> can we just not do this again? Um, so it's just kind of like my mom has all, was always pick yourself up and keep going, like just dust yourself off and just keep going. And so it's okay to be in your feelings and it's okay to be in your emotions and that's fine and it's okay to cry, it's okay to be mad or to mourn or whatever. Um, but you need to be able to bounce back up and keep going um, and not wallow in it. So I'm just learning to be more, I guess, elastic, like, you know, the rubber bands. <laughs> so just boomerang yeah i love that answer and i love the idea of being more bouncy in that way mm -hmm. <laughs> you know when you call yourself bouncy it's just being more resilient like the slang term mm -hmm. I love yeah that. especially when like everything is out of your control and your entire life gets turned upside down multiple times mm -hmm. it, it kind of forces resiliency upon you mm-hmm and don't you think a part of being bouncy slash elastic slash resilient is like is like when you're not when you're not yet bounced back trusting that it's okay that the bounce will come like do you know what i mm -hmm. mean like i feel like sometimes we don't bounce back as quick but mm -hmm. part of resilience is knowing the time will come when you're ready to mm -hmm. return like yeah, and you have to trust that it's a process. And for some people, the process is 10 minutes. For some people, right. it's two years. Like, it just, right. it's a process, and that's fine if your process isn't as short as somebody else or as long as somebody else's or, you know, whatever. You're entitled to bounce back whenever you're ready. Right. You will know when that is, and you will know when it's time to pick yourself up and just keep going. You know, and then you learn from that. And that's the other thing is you have to learn from that trial or from that experience. What could I do differently? Should I do anything differently? How? And it gives you that ability to bounce back, you know, in a different way the next time. I think that's really important. Great answer. All right. We're going to conclude this episode with our currently round. It's based off Kristen's currently card that you can get at rukristen.com slash currently. And we're going to do it on the show. Are you ready, Jen? Absolutely. Okay. So what are you currently watching? Um, all the shows. 
because that's Hashtag all we have. Um, actually, <laughs> right? So when you catch up on your current queue of shows, you can watch. Um, my husband and I started watching All American on Netflix. And it's based on a true story about a high school football player who went into the NFL. And it's nice because even though there's no sports on TV, it gives my husband that sports fix. But it does have a really good storyline, too, for me. Um, so that's what we've been binging. And then Onward for Disney. <laughs> nice. Nice. What are you currently reading? Um, I wish I could tell you I was reading books right now. Um, but I am not. I am reading emails for okay. work. Nice. Um, Facebook posts. Um, and yeah, I, I love audiobooks and I do a lot of audiobooks when I'm working, but since um, we're, I'm working from home and I have more distractions, I guess, than I would have at the office, audiobooks like, aren't yeah, a good right. thing for me right now. Um, so yeah, just emails and Facebook posts and uh, text Easy messages. digestible stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Short, I get short it. And I get it. What are you currently listening to? Um, unfortunately, the news, um, because everything's changing so rapidly. We watch it at least once a day, and I hate watching the news. Hate it. On a normal day, um, I give my husband about twenty to thirty minutes to watch it, and then I'm like, we have to turn it off. Yeah. Because it ends up. Um, as I get older, I'm getting more emotional mm. and I will, something will come on and it'll make, I'll, I'll just get emotional about it. I'm like, you have to turn it off. I can't listen to it. It's ruining my vibe. <laughs> turn it off. Um, but just to that. keep up to date, um, that's yeah. what we've been listening to. Other than that, I've been listening to Maverick City Music. It's a gospel uh, Christian music. They have amazing voices. Um, so when I need a switch from the news, I turn on Mavericks <laughs> and listen nice. to that. Nice. What are you currently making? Um, I did recently make some cards out of some scraps that I have laying around um, to send out to friends um, to just say, hey, what's going on? How are you doing? Um, just as a nice, fun surprise for them in their mailbox. And then uh, when I did that, I sent them one for um, with my message, and then I sent them a blank one that they could forward on to somebody else. So I made oh, two to send. Um, and then I've been just working on COVID layouts or um, doing Bible journaling. So, I love that. What are you currently feeling? Now, this is funny because I couldn't write anything down under this category. <laughs> so I think I'm just feeling everything. I put that all the time. Um, all the time. <laughs> I do. I put like li literally I get to the bottom and I'm like feeling. All the Sometimes I'll just put yes. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like yeah. that answer. Yes. I am. Yes. Feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Feeling. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. I'm kind all. of in uh, mourning a little bit um, yeah. because Easter is not going to be the same this year. No. My daughter's sixth birthday is not going to be the same this year. Um, I was going to ask you about that. Are you, yeah. are you like, what are, what are your, like, at what, 
as a yeah. as a mom like what what are yeah. your birth what's the birthday situation what do you yeah um well she wanted to like? go to the trampoline park um so it will save me money because <laughs> i can't go to the trampoline park yeah but it's just i'm sure she'll be fine i'm sure that she'll yeah. enjoy it regardless but like the fact that like i can't have all the family we're not supposed to i'm a rule breaker mm -hmm. so who knows um we can't have the whole family over for a party. Um, you can't really go anywhere. Uh, it's funny about two weeks ago, um, they were like suggesting everybody stay home. And I went and ran, had to run to the post office and I stopped at the Dollar Tree on my way. My husband's like, why did you stop? I'm like, because I have to buy Easter stuff because now I have to do an Easter egg hunt in my house right. <laughs> for my daughter. I have to make sure she has still some semblance of normalcy like she still gets some kind of easter basket or yeah. like stuff for you know her to do at home that is not you know makes her feel like it's a little more special yeah um and then just mourning the the fact that like if i don't know if our school even did kindergarten graduation but we won't have one and yeah. um that last day of school or you know like it's just your expectations of what your life is going to be like or what your days are going to be like is gone. Yeah. So you just get that feeling in the morning, but I'm going to try to keep it as normal as I can. Her birthday's on a Saturday this year. So um, we're just kind of, we'll probably make some kind of cake or something. Um, we, I did order a present. Um, I ordered it on, I was going to order from Amazon and then Amazon's like, we're not sending essential stuff, non-essential stuff out. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, but I need it before yeah. It, is, it essential. is essential. It's a birthday no. present. So luckily Walmart came through. Um, but hopefully just keeping her distracted or like, let's go. For, she loves to walk in the woods and do that. So hopefully the sun will be shining and we'll get to be outside. So, yeah, but morning is, is a good, mm -hmm. I identify with that feeling. I had teletherapy this past week and we talked about like, cause I mentioned that, that somebody really annoyed me on, uh, uh, you know, a, a group video call that I was on. Mm -hmm. It was just very, somebody said something very petty and stupid mm. and um, my therapist reminded me that, you know, everyone is going through a period of grief right now mm -hmm. and that, you know, their actions might be stupid and, you know, you don't really have to engage with people being stupid and doing stupid things, but they're doing it out of grief mm -hmm. and like people do stupid things out of grief but mm -hmm. also grief is you know we're all grieving things i'm grieving that i can't have a brisket banh mi sandwich <laughs> i've been craving it for like days <laughs> it's delicious it's one of the best like lansing food is not good but that is delicious <laughs> But, you know, now we're just making lots of food at home. 
And so Mm -hmm. there's, you know, ways that we have to deal with grief and just being sad that life, you know, the things that we're, I don't want to say supposed to have, because that sounds, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is, but the things that we expected to have Mm -hmm. were taken away. And that mm-hmm. sucks. Like things that we had marked on the calendar. Mm-hmm. So much crossing out. Graduations, weddings. Mm-hmm. You know, just like groceries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like that was taken away from us. And we have feelings about that. And it sucks. Yeah. And, and you know... Like you said, we can wallow in it for a little, like, but also just, it feels better to do stuff about it. Mm-hmm. Like, figure and, out how to have a cool Easter egg hunt in your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe like a birthday scavenger hunt. I've been hearing those too. Yeah. Similar to an Easter egg hunt, but like more of like clues and treasure hunts. I've been well, and I think the other thing is, is that like, as, as the women that we are, as like crafty ass females, when we are put into a box... Mm-hmm. And confined a little bit, as much as it is is not fun, we come up with like really creative and cool things. Mm-hmm. Sure, I feel like there's a little lag time to the resourcefulness sometimes, and that's where the grief comes in. Is that there's like a little lag time, then we get to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, life is harder and it sucks. Yeah, but yeah. we have to go on one day at a time. On that note, what are you currently planning, Jen? Um. To be honest, my post-COVID plans. Um, yeah. I was supposed to go see family in Indiana this past week. I uh, could not do that. Right. Um, so as soon as we all can break free. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to play that to song. Go see, yeah. I'm like Ariel. I've been singing the Ariel song. I want to be where the people are. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go where all the people are. Um, or, and I'm trying to plan, I would... I don't know when, maybe Memorial Day, maybe July, who knows. Um, I would do want to go see my family because my grandpa's had some health issues the last couple months and I would like the opportunity to see him before he leaves this earth. Um, so I just want to get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, I made a joke and told my husband, um, when this is over, you're going to be calling me every day going, where are you? Just know, (laughs) I'll come home when I come home. Like, I will just be gone. I'm saving miles on my lease by not driving every day. I'm gone. (laughs) I love that, though. Like, making a list and calling it, like, the break-free bucket list or something like that. Like, you know, like, just listing down the things you're looking forward to when this is over is also, like, a big mood booster. Mm -hmm. Good one. Totally. And lastly, what are you currently loving? Um, I am loving, uh, so we live in an apartment, but I'm loving that where it's located is, um, amazing because if I had just like a regular house, I just have like our little backyard maybe. Um, but I can literally walk out the door, walk around our building and walk the trail into the state park. Nice. And they have multiple trails and lakes. And so we see wildlife um, more often than most people would. And so I'm loving that. And then when the sun comes out, it just, 
makes everything better for me. So I love that having um, this spring, um, having my windows open, having our door wall open. We have a like a pond type thing behind our house. So in the, I don't know if you've ever heard it, um, frogs when they mate, um, they do it for about a month and a half in the spring and it's the loudest thing ever <laughs> because that's how they <laughs> mate just, is whoever's the loudest sound like humming no just... it's um it sounds like a bullfrog times a million <laughs> so um it's sometimes so loud we have all the windows closed and you still hear it um but and it annoys my husband but i love it and it only happens for like a month and a half um so just to be home to enjoy, you know, the birds coming up to the window or, you know, the deer that I see running across the back. Um, that's been kind of great. I love that. Frogs are one of the settings on those sleep machines. Um, you could, I mean, if you- <laughs> Some people like it. <laughs> I, get, I could sleep. Um, I saw a meme once that says, I can text you at 10.35 and 50, at 10.35, and be asleep by 10 35 and 15. <laughs> yeah. So the frogs don't bother me at yeah. all. <laughs> um, and you could fall asleep to it. My husband's just not used to it, I guess. I don't know. This yeah, I've heard so I've heard that uh, a couple of people that live closer to where it's wetter here. Mm -hmm. But it's also closer to the highway since there's less traffic. They're like, oh, yeah, now I can really hear the frogs because <laughs> there's nobody on the highway that we can hear the frogs now. Mm -hmm. And it's wild. Um, I've done uh, Insta stories before or video chat with my friend. And my, uh, one of my friends was like, is that the frogs? You can hear them. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and it's not just like you would think it's just a certain period of time. No, sometimes it's all day <laughs> um, and not just like at night. So I'll have to do that again this spring since, you know, I'm home. Why not? I'll just have to get on and let everybody hear <laughs> in audio that's sound. Awesome. Um, that's fantastic. The nature that's around us. <laughs> I love it. That's like the perfect way to end the podcast show. <laughs> I love this it. has been wonderful. Okay, we're yeah. gonna head over to After Chatter. You can find us at patreon.com slash craftiestfemale. So come support the show. It's five dollars a month. There are hundreds of videos, hundreds of bonus podcast sessions. It's amazing. We're gonna go talk about some more crafty stuff. And what we are doing in this very weird time in our lives. And it's going to be amazing. So come catch us next week, Monday mornings, craftyassfemale.com. We love you and have an amazing week. Bye, guys. Bye.